Hello and welcome. You're going through a very important time in your life. We know what it's like to try to lose weight, and we know how so many traditional methods have failed in the past. But science and medicine have come a long way in the accumulation of knowledge on what makes us overweight. And one of the things we've learned is you can't change your weight until you change your ways. So this tape is going to become an important part of your weight loss efforts. More importantly, it's probably going to be the primary reason that you're going to keep the weight off once you lose it. There's an old axiom. If you keep doing what you've been doing, you're going to keep getting the same results you've been getting. So, since in the past your eating behavior has caused you to gain weight, now you're going to start changing those patterns or behaviors, and that will assist you to lose the weight and keep it off forever. You know, we only do things for one of two reasons. To seek pleasure or to avoid pain. This simple fact lies at the foundation of all behavior, and it is the basic tool used in training programs. The classic example was an experiment by a scientist named Pavlov, who began ringing a bell each time he fed his dogs. Soon, he was able to ring the bell and thereby create a response in the dogs which was identical to the response they would have given if they had been presented with food. That is, when he rang the bell, even though there was no food there, the dogs would begin salivating and go to their food dishes anyway. When we are babies, our emotional responses are somewhat limited. If we become unhappy for any reason, we express this unhappiness by crying. Our bewildered parent checks us to make sure that our diaper doesn't need changing and that a safety pin isn't sticking us or that some other physical unpleasantness is not causing our wailing. Finding no obvious cause, what almost always comes next? We're offered food. Perhaps we were unhappy because we were bored. We woke up in our crib, and little egocentric beings that we are, we're displeased that no one was there to tend to us. Mom picked us up and stuck something in our mouth. We learned to pair the association between food and mother's love, both of which were pretty darn good. Later on, when we came home from school, perhaps disappointed because of something that had happened academically or socially, Mom was there to offer us soothing words of comfort and divert our attention by, you guessed it, giving us some cookies and cold milk. Maybe we had a parent who believed everyone had to be a member of the Clean Plate Club, and we were punished, either physically or verbally, for not eating all of our supper, even if we were already full. This really put us in a catch-22. On one hand, food was being associated with pleasure, while on the other hand, overeating was associated with avoiding pain. We were actually being rewarded for overeating. In addition, sometimes we were being taught, even unintentionally, that we were not the best judge of our hunger. We were full. Yet sometimes our parents told us we weren't finished until the plate was empty. So we learned not to trust our bodies. After all, here were our loving parents, the very people we trusted to care and love us, telling us we weren't finished yet. So we ate, and we learned to overeat. And later, that habit worked against us very badly. That's not the end of it either. No, indeed. 
Holiday celebrations were always centered around food, weren't they? Of course, Thanksgiving dinner, the 4th of July picnic, or chocolate bunny and eggs at Easter. As we grew into our teenage and adult years, we gathered with our friends at the drive-in restaurant, or we took our dates to the fanciest restaurant we could afford. We had food associated with weddings and baby showers, and we would stop by the local pizzeria after the basketball game. When we got married, we had a rehearsal dinner and a reception featuring a ceremonial cake and other foods. When our parents or grandparents retired, they were honored at a company dinner. Many people even bring food to funerals and wakes.